When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello there. It's showtime. What is this, trick-or-treat? Did I do that? I'm Sailor Moon, the champion of justice. Daddy would have gotten us Uzi's. The power is yours. <laughs> My name is Grace Jones. Welcome back, Radical Ones, to another episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, and I'm joined by everyone's favorite brother and mine, David, for another episode. And this week, David, we're talking 1982's Benicula. Hi, everybody. It's great to be here. David, happy Easter. This is kind of our Easter special because it involves rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> What's what says Easter more than a demonic vampire rabbit? <laughs> You know, it was it, it was a toss-up between this and the Passion of the Christ, but I guess the bunny won out. No, I'm only kidding. The marketing version of Easter. We went with the rabbit. We're rolling jelly beans over here. We're eating chocolate rabbits, and we're munching on peeps as well. All during this recording. How Easter can you get? <laughs> don't microwave the peeps. I don't care what they tell you. It's like, it's like, don't eat the yellow snow. Don't microwave the peeps. Plus, a peep is more enjoyable when they could just look at you beautifully with their beautiful blank eyes. You rip their head off and you feel the sugar clinging to your teeth enamel and wondering why, why did I buy these plus circus peanuts plus black licorice? Oh, why? Oh, why? I like black licorice, and so does my son, Matthew, my four-year-old. 
loves black licorice. I, I've heard that you can't have too much of it because I don't know if it's the anise or whatever's in the licorice root or whatever's in licorice. It can actually do something to your heart. It can be flutter. You can have heart problems if you ate too much licorice, black licorice. Really? This is a public service announcement. I am saving lives through this podcast. Please leave a comment below. If you get any black jelly beans in your Easter baskets, you don't want to have your heart palpitate. If you get any black jelly beans, just don't take them all together, gather them up, pick through, and put them all in your mouth at the same time, because you might palpitate. And listen, we need as many viewers as we can get, so we need your heart to be as good as new, because we got new episodes next week as well, so don't eat all those jelly beans at once. Listen to David. I wish I would have known that before. (laughs) Oh, I buy the black jelly beans in a bag by themselves, so I like them. I never got into that taste. I never got into that taste, honestly. It's It's definitely an acquired taste. Do you know what licorice all sorts are? Yes, with the man, the licorice man. I love licorice all sorts with like, they have like the little, the pink, the round ones. They have that weird, ever since, oh, I worked at a candy store. You know, I was a manager of a candy store. We can go into that another time, another time, another place. Another they life. called him the candy man. He was the original uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> and if you say my name three times, I will come for you. <laughs> You could take that any way you want. Yeah, yeah, so... If we say Benicula three times, though, will anything happen? No, I don't think so. Because he's mostly sleeps. Okay, so we gotta go into this. Well, much like a real rabbit, too, actually. Very much like a real rabbit. You're the rabbit rabbit. expert. I run a zoo for two-legged animals, mostly. But I do have three four-legged, so... Dogs. So this is 1982 Benicula the Vampire Bunny, which was a animated TV special that first aired on the ABC Weekend special block in 1982. It was based on the Benicula the Vampire Bunny book as well. So I kind of feel like, much like most things in my childhood, I was kind of born into it because you and Michael already knew about Benicula. Mom used to read the books to me and you and Michael as well so I kind of always grew up with Benicula but this special was one of the ones that we had like on VHS that were you know copied from a library tape or something like that when dad used to hook up the two VHS and transfer over to the VHS tape allegedly allegedly before they had before they before they had copy guards allegedly recorded all you had to do though was put a piece of tape and fill that hole on the on the VHS tape too yeah the the tab tab. fill the tab david fill the tab you could take that how you will as well but you could copy those tapes (laughs) this is the epitome of your radical retro rewind fantasy you're talking about vhs tapes i mean honestly you don't get any more this is not on dvd officially there's copies that people sell kind of like bootleg like much like things that we've talked about many times on this show but there is not an official release Electric Grandmother, I mean, even Night of the Comet up until a few years ago. They weren't available on DVD. So this could be currently seen on YouTube. We'll actually have the link in the description below, wherever you're listening to this. This can be seen. It's a 20-minute special without the commercials, and it is TV grade. So if you do see it, be prepared for that. But we will have the link below. You had this history with Benicula. Like I said, I was just kind of indoctrinated into it, and Mom would read me not just just Benicula, the following, the Howl a Day In, 
the celery stalks at midnight because this is a book series, but also a new cartoon as well. But this is far from removed from this new cartoon. You're you're absolutely right. I love Benicula. I always did, and I have to tell you watching it actually gave me great joy i i still do my i still do my normal david thing like where i pick stuff apart because i'm like what the heck and i'll tell you what i'm talking about because like i made notes about cartoon version how some of it is a little bit bizarre or like anyway go, yes, let me go it into is. it but, yes it is so i actually made me almost like a little bit weepy because i have to tell you i miss i miss being an innocent child i miss not having so much heartache and hardship in my life. So, and I know everyone goes through that. So I'm not saying boohoo me. I'm just saying in general, it brought me back to a simpler place. And this thing actually included commercials, old toy commercials, including Strawberry Shortcake, Return of the Jedi game, Connect Four, Barbie, who Barbie has a much nicer mall, like shopping mall thing that my daughter has in her Barbie thing. They should bring that back. The design is actually better in the 80s. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was like a boutique thing, like a setup. It was like little different stations. Barbie's Dawn of the Dead playset? Is that what I need to no, get no. to display? <laughs> and, and Barbie... <laughs> <laughs> and Barbie had like Ken was in the background wearing his baggy pants holding her stuff that she bought from the boutique in the mall very cool anyway oh so she had Nick Ken girl. holding the bags good for you Barbie she good had three it was, it was a girl in front of her she was in the middle and Ken was at the end they were all carrying bags from the mall Barbie was, had an assistant I don't know Ken, if it was Skipper I don't think it, I don't think <laughs> was Skipper around in the 80s I think she was because didn't Skipper have a baby didn't they have that like Barbie that was pregnant in the 80s and they had a big so, so this is a gossip you look at my Got some spring in your step. Mm-hmm. But I ain't want the gossip, so you ain't heard it from me. But I ain't want the gossip. Mm-hmm. You just do me a favor. You stay away from nosy gossiping hens, and you be okay. But I ain't want the gossip, so if anyone asks you, you ain't heard it from me. No, you haven't. Mm-hmm. But I ain't want the gossip, so you ain't heard it from me. So Barbie must have been pregnant, and she's pawned it off like her sister, so she doesn't have to be a mother. Mm-hmm. But you ain't heard that from me. You ain't heard that from me, because I ain't one to gossip about that. But yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So Skipper really isn't her little sister. It's actually her daughter. I'm just saying oh, that. Damn, it's this pretty- got dark. This got it's, dark? It's her illegitimate child that she had with Henry the plumber that was fixing up the dream house for her while Ken was away. Well, you know Ken's gay, so he ain't going to touch Barbie. Ken actually doing anything with Barbie, or is he just holding well, the, in the new listen, shopping himself? In the new in the new Barbies that my daughter watches, Ken does like Barbie, but he's very sweet and innocent and very devoted to Barbie. This is what every woman probably should have in a man, but they seem to want the bad boys. He's like devoted to her. He actually can sense when she needs him even though she's super independent any little thing that she needs he wants to be to help her he runs to her house he sets up her things he wants and meanwhile barbie can do it herself she's like hysterical that's hysterical so he's a white lighter he's like a white charges are in danger but he 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 really cares for her a lot so i think that's a beautiful relationship he wants to take care of her needs even though she can do everything he can better because obviously it's barbie she's she's an astronaut damn it 
But also, there's a tongue-in-cheek with the new cartoon with Barbie. Anyway, oh my god, we're talking about Barbie and not Benicula. So, we read all three of the books, and I remember, I remember Benicula, I remember The Howling Inn, and I remember The Celery Stalks at Midnight. I mean, they've gone on, and there's more characters that are introduced, but the main three were these initial books in this series. It was, it was Harold the dog, Benicula. And it was Chester the cat, right? I think Chester is my favorite character, David. Chester Chester and Harold have such a, a bonded friendship that like they really seem to they get along, they care about each other, they they, they go to sleep at the same time, right? He's like Harold waited for Chester. He's like, Oh, it's time to sleep, They're Chester. They're a couple. And Chester is a little skitzy, like he's a little bit of a has that skitzy kind of cat, but he's very smart. And Harold is like the kind of old like, reliable old reliables, you know, but they they work as a team and i love that i love the camaraderie because it's not like this typical like the dog hates the cat the cat hates the dog they like they cohabitate they communicate chester reads a lot of books now which i want to tell them the story before i go into before i go into picking certain things apart in a funny way hopefully a funny way when strange accidents happen at a factory where mr monroe works who is the main character's parent and vegetables are drained of their juices the neighbors as well as harold the dog and chester the cat suspect the newfound family bunny is really a vampire and david this actually changes a little from the book as well because the whole power plant story is not included in the book it's really focused on just chester and harold the dog trying to figure out if Benicula is a vampire or not so it really just adds this factory plot to the cartoon i guess it was trying to make it a little more something i got scooby-doo and I don't know how you feel about that, but I got very Scooby-Doo vibes, especially by the end and the wrap-up of everything. To your point, yes, I can. I get the Scooby-Doo vibe, but also it has a, a kind of a dark animation to it, and that's really neat, too. It, definitely. Let, it adds to the ambiance of it. It definitely, as a child, makes it more, quote-unquote, scary, if you will, but you know, it's in a, in a cool way. Do you find, though, a lot of animated movies from the 80s and earlier does have that look? And I don't even know if it was intended is it just because we live in such a unicorn cartoony period where everything is so wacky I wonder as well was there just an edge to the 80s and the 70s let's say ones that we talked about are, are doing so you have Benicula you have Miss Switch we've talked about Thundar the Barbarian those are all very not necessarily the themes like Bun- Thundar is dark out in visionaries it's all very dark however Sh- Shira Shira is not like that He-Man Smurfs Things like that, gummy bears, whatever you, whatever you snort, right, whatever, right, rainbow bright. Yeah, they're darker because obviously they've aged and this, and they have new technology and stuff. But I'm talking about the Lees literally were made to look more ominous. Creepy. I think. Yeah, I agree. Totally cool. The main narrator of this movie is Harold the dog. Also in the book, in the book, it's done that he wrote almost a, a book himself and he sends it to somebody to read and he goes under an alias. I remember Harold. Because he's supposed to be a human writing this book kind of thing in in the book. But it's his telling the tale. And they say it's a very scary story is about to be told. What you're going to hear is a very scary story. I don't expect you to believe it. I wouldn't have. It happened in this house, which is where I live, with a family called the Monroes. It's kind of a nice place to live and... Well, oh, I I guess I ought to introduce myself. The name's Harold. That's me there, trying to catch some sleep. And and that's Chester, doing what Chester's usually doing, reading a book. Mr. Monroe, 
Uh, that's him on the left. Is a scientist. Mrs. Monroe takes care of Toby, Pete, and Chester and me. But on the day all this started, she was more worried about her husband. It's all those accidents they've been having at the plant. So many mysterious things have been happening there. A lot of folks around here even think the plant is haunted. They begin saying that they live with the Monroes, Harold the dog, Chester the cat, with the two boys, Mother Monroe and Father Monroe. Father Monroe works at a factory where they had the ninth accident. The boss decides to close down the factory, but this is the whole town's way of making money. But I gotta say, honestly, I like that the boss was worried about people's safety because he said, I don't know if it's haunted, something is going on at this plant, and he didn't want anyone to be killed. But at the same time, time it's taking the whole town's money away he decided to close the plant but you can't mr newton everyone in this town depends on this plant for their income without jobs they'll just that support rope was chewed through monroe now i don't know if it's ghosts or what's causing these accidents but as of now the world coal food processing plant is closed So we need to cue Billy Joel's Allentown. We're living here in Allentown. <laughs> yes! And yeah. they're closing all the factories down. World co-plant. The plant, this is a food plant, scary as hell. I would not want food coming out of this plant. It looks like an industrial thing, like they're pouring industrial chemicals. Chemicals! And cement. If food's coming out of there, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. The town has to worry about more than the plant closing down. They maybe, maybe the plant should close down because maybe they won't all die of cancer, God forbid, because this plant looks like, like a, a industrial, like construction site. Like I, I got the same understand. thing as well. I was just waiting for Buffy to go fight the, the, the <laughs> Pacatan, whatever it was, the, 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 the Terra. Whatever was it? The terror? Yeah, I don't think it was Takatakon. Yeah. The Shaka Khan thing, whatever. The the original, I was waiting for that to happen. Uber Vamp, yeah. Yeah, the Uber Vamp, because that's what is like some scary looking place. I would not eat anything. There you go. It's obvious. The funny part is, that's probably what we're all eating from places like that. Yeah, they try to show us the truth back in 1982 in Benicula. They were showing us what was happening. And did you like the mother, David? She was the voice of Judy Jetson, because I said, where is this voice from before? So I looked it up. Judy Jetson plays Mother Monroe in her 80s pink rompa she is a very fancy mother i liked her so they're out and about and the two boys find a shoe box with holes under a tree with a note attached in russian that they can't read besides the name benicula and harold the dog he says because he has a little russian wolfhound in him he's able to read the note and it says please take good care of my baby benicula toby and pete had found a shoe box in some tall weeds and in it was a rabbit. Just a cute, fuzzy little bunny rabbit. Fast asleep. Oh, isn't he cute? Kitty, kitty, cool little bunny. Hey, there's a note in here. It's written in some sort of foreign language. Look, I'll bet you that's the bunny's name. Benicula. You know, like Dracula. I want to suck your blood. Well, maybe they couldn't read the note, but I could. There's a lot of Russian wolfhound in my veins. It said, take good care of my baby. Can we take him home and feed him, Dad? I don't know if we'll even be able to feed ourselves with a plant closing, but I suppose so. 
He's very, he's fluent. I like that. I like that in a dog. Yeah. (laughs) He right away takes a liking to the bunny because he's that typical caring. I'm the dog. I'm the family dog. But Chester the cat. Oh my God. Who in the book, I have to say, it goes even deeper into Chester's craziness. He is hysterical, this character. He researches vampires and he goes, the name is like Dracula. Benicula. But so do the kids say that. The kids say it too. That's true. They do say that. Benicula. It sounds like Dracula. (laughs) Tell me again about the note. Tell me again. We found it with the rabbit. It was in Romanian. And it said... Romanian. (gasps) Romania is where Transylvania is. And Transylvania is where Dracula is from. It's all in this book I read. Oh, come on, Chester. He couldn't have anything to do with Dracula. Besides, Dracula was a vampire. Uh-huh. There is dirt in the bottom of that box. And I read that vampires always line their coffins with dirt from their home country. I read books. I know. I know. Let's go to sleep. Chester. Coming, coming. And what do you think about this bunny just laying? He looks like he's dead. Basically, it's like a coffin. This is not how you're supposed to store a bunny. Please, people. I mean, as, having two house okay, rabbits Okay, it's a box myself. that has shoebox looking thing that has more holes in it than Swiss cheese. I don't even have the lid. <laughs> yeah. the, lids, the lid stays together. And the bunny is laying on dirt, which is also mentioned because vampires usually have dirt from their native land. And that's what Chester brings up at some point. They find him outside the plant. They're taking him to go to the farmer's market or the market the grocer like oh just for yes vegetables. Benicula disappears in the farmer's market and ends up on top of tomatoes as Harold says a stack of tomatoes come on we'll look up this aisle we looked all over for that little rabbit until I found him on top of bin of tomatoes at least I thought I did how he got over there I'll never know but good tracker that I am, I went after him. Every time Benicula appears and reappears or he blinks his nose, he does a Samantha Stevens bewitch sound. Because we know rabbits always, their noses always twitch. It's part of their, just them being alive. So he appears on top of tomatoes and then shenanigans happen. Pumpkins get involved because Harold is trying to get Benicula. And they end up having to buy 51 pumpkins that are damaged the family from the farmer's market. But as they leave, one of the workers tells the owner, that the white tomato that they found is drained. Mr. Monroe had to pay for 51 pumpkins, which didn't please him a whole lot. I'm so glad to see customers leave in my whole life. Sir, I just came across some of these in the bins. I never saw a white tomato before. Neither have I. It's like all the juice was just drained out of it. I wonder what could have caused this. Juices. And by the way, all the vegetables in this thing that they serve rabbits, please, not a good vegetable for rabbits. Not carrots, not carrots and tomatoes. So what is it? Leafy greens? Darker the better, yes. Dark white. It's not as much. Let me tell you, everybody, rabbits are the most delicate animals out there. So too much white in the lettuce isn't good, too much water for them. So really dark dill, things like that. Tomatoes, no. Oh my god. 
and too full of water for them. Too much liquid. So everything upsets their stomach. So don't listen to the Monroe's. What kind of lettuce? Oh, red leaf lettuce, butter lettuce, dark green, 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 green. Do they eat cabbage or anything like that? Too much gas. They also have a lot of gas issues. I mean, some people feed them more than others. How do they but... survive in the wild? Because there's bunnies here where I live and, and it's 100,000 degrees in the desert and they're, they survive. Well, they're that's brown. the other thing too. House rabbits aren't meant to go outside because they freeze and they either and they overheat and they can't sweat. So there's so many things about rabbits that people don't know. We've had ours for about eight, eight, nine years now. And let me tell you, they are definitely delicate, but they're intelligent. And by the way, the Monroes don't even, kids don't even feed the rabbit in days, we find out at one point. The head of romaine lettuce was sitting on a table rotting, which by the way, I call madness on that, that no one, the mother or anyone didn't see that bag in days. But anyway, <laughs> we see that Chester the cat loves to read, loves to research, and he pulls out a book on Dracula. And he's going to research because he says to Harold that that night he saw Benicula come out of his box, disappear, and end up in the kitchen. And now Harold is very suspicious. He tells Chester that, you know, there's something wrong with him. Just he's an innocent rabbit. Leave him alone. But then they do discover the vegetables because the mother's like everyone eat, come in here like this was the emergency god bless them that's the family emergency there's some drained vegetables you mean not <laughs> pouring pitchers of water over and over again in your closet that's carpeted because you wanted to have a tea party oh well, that, those are the issues that david has over there <laughs> yeah busting holes in walls no not those problems some from turned vegetables the next morning I saw him, Harold. He rose out of the shoebox and snuck into the kitchen. The rabbit snuck into the kitchen? And I heard the refrigerator door open and close. I did, I did. You must have seen Mr. Monroe sneaking a midnight snack. Not unless he wears bunny pajamas and gets very tiny at night. Everybody, come in here. I found this in the refrigerator. It's a tomato, but it's all white. And there's no juice left in it. No juice in it? Like someone went into the refrigerator last night and sucked it all out like a vampire! There are no such things as vampires, especially vampire rabbits. Are you sure? Gee, I hope so. A woman just in a apron, no head, much like Nanny from the Muppet Babies, sweeping while the mother screams about the vegetables come in, the vegetables are drained. Never heard of again. I just thought it was an interesting thing. Maybe it was Grandma. Anyway. Grandma Monroe. Grandma Monroe and the Monroes. So Harold tells Chester there's no such things as vampires. But as this is happening, white vegetables are found everywhere on the block. And the neighbors are going crazy over this. Yeah, it's <laughs> neighbors are very out. crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that was that was a, I wanted to bring that point up too at some point. The vegetables had one large buck tooth, like a rabbit, and it wasn't just tomatoes either. There were white carrots and white lettuce and cucumbers too, all drained of every drop of juice. After a few days, they started turning up all over the block. Meanwhile, Chester got more and more suspicious. 
Hold still, hold still! I know the book I want is up here. Again, love this, our little Sherlock Holmes. And Chester always has this voice in this cartoon. He's very like, oh my god. I guess he probably sounds like me. He's very <laughs> like, oh my god. He's a vampire. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> So they say that he sleeps all day Benicula, which, by the way, I could tell you, just like cats. And Harold says, well, you do too, Chester. But rabbits do do sleep all day too. Yeah, and I do too. Oh, yeah, it was like the Golden Girls. So does Blanche. (laughs) So does Rose. And he says, no, vampires also sleep all day. So he's totally into this. And one of my favorite scenes, David, is Chester with a cape on pretending to be a vampire. Yeah, that was And he (laughs) ends up jumping on fall the Monroe and he's like I don't have to just deal with vegetables the plant closing now I have to deal with this cat Harold come here the rabbit sleeps all day so do you so do I and he has long pointed teeth like a vampire has well so do you and so do I but the note written in Romanian, the stalking at night to appease his thirst, the dirt in the shoebox, the stories of demons at the plant where he was found, that is a vampire rabbit. Okay, I'll prove to you how silly that is. Tonight, we'll keep an eye on him. We'll stay awake in shifts and see if he leaves that box. He's a vampire, like Dracula. Welcome to my laboratory. Blah, blah, blah. The vampire turns into a bat and stalks his prey. Then when he sights it, he attacks. (coughs) Meow. I haven't got enough problems with the plant closing and all the weird vegetables. Now I got a crazy cat on my hands. Well, the funny part is he's, like, getting into this character. He has, like, a cape on. He puts, like, a blanket as a cape, and he's lurking around, like, totally, like, Bell Lugosi slashes, slash the vampires from Scooby-Doo. Blah, yeah, exactly. And then he's like pretends he's flying and then he jumps onto the dad, which is so funny. It's actually funny. In the book, Chester gets cat therapy because the parents think he's crazy after this whole ordeal by the end of the book because they think he's just a crazy cat. They give him cat therapy, which I never knew was a thing. Chester also wears at some points a garlic necklace because they're doing three-hour shifts between Harold and him to see what happens with the rabbit. So I love this as well. He's so smart that he ends up wearing this garlic necklace and i think that's so adorable he's really researching these these vampires and harold's like what's that smell he's like garlic i heard that it prevents vampires from coming after he's like well nobody's gonna go near you if you keep wearing that and especially for an animal i'm assuming it's a strong smell so while chester is reading on his shift he ends up looking away and in between benicula blinks out with his nose twitch and he disappears so this is when the neighbors set out an alarm, David, a trip wire. And when Harold and Chester go to find him, they set off this alarm, which wakes up the whole entire neighborhood who are all in pajamas and slippers. It's floodlights. It's a major alarms. Like something you'd see at like a, a little league game, like whatever, like in the stands. Yes, lighting up the whole fields, lighting up. The- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Floodlights. It wakes up the whole neighborhood and they discover the white vegetables and they they said, the Monroes have a rabbit, and it's named Benicula, just like a vampire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this tomato has turned white, and there are rabbit tracks around it. 
The only rabbit in town is the one at the Monroe's. Yeah, Benicula. The one whose name sounds like Dracula. Dracula? Dracula? Hey, it makes sense. Those tomatoes were drained of juice like Dracula drains a victim. Hey, wait, listen. Dracula can turn himself into a bat, right? Maybe he can turn himself into any sort of rodent. Everyone, everyone, remember that wolf I said I saw at the plant before they closed it? Well, Dracula can turn himself into a wolf, right? That rabbit at the Monroe's has something to do with this. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's get that vampire rabbit. We'll make them hand it over. So they basically, this is what I wanted to say, this almost becomes like pitchforks and torches and go... Storm the castle, Frankenstein, So they're going and, and Chester and Harold realize what's going to happen. They're going to kill Benicula. So they run and they beat crowd of angry neighbors to the house and they grab Benicula because he's back in his coffin slash shoebox with millions of holes. Yeah, Yeah. with his Swiss cheese box. And And David, it's 1 a.m. when they wake up the family because the father says, what would you say if it was 1 a.m. and your neighbor said that you had a vampire rabbit? That rabbit of yours is a vampire. He's been turning all our vegetables white. And he caused all those disasters at the food processing plant. Yeah. Hank, what would you do if someone woke you up at one in the morning to tell you there was a vampire rabbit in your house? Well, I guess I'd think they went bananas. Bingo. He's like, I think they would say they were crazy. So then, then Harold and Chester run, run with Benicula, run with Benicula. And the neighbors like run after them. Like, again, like they're trying to find Frankenstein. They're going to kill the beast. It's like Beauty and the Beast. They're going to hunt down the beast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's the rabbit. The dog and cat have him. After them. Where do we get our hands on that rabbit? Either I'm having a terrible nightmare, or there's an angry mob out there stalking a vampire rabbit. The area around our neighborhood is surrounded by dense thick forest, which is where we fled with Bonicula. We figured that mob wouldn't follow us in here. So Harold says, well, let's go into this deep woods area because they probably won't follow us. They go through the stream and the people are walking through the stream. They went there through the stream. Go get them. This this group of people is more dedicated to killing that rabbit than I've seen in actual (laughs) horror movies where there's like werewolves and stuff and the whole town is supposed to be coming after them. They're going through a swamp, basically, up to their waist. And we saw that they were in pajamas. As a matter of fact, those classic pajamas that are just like basically a one piece with a cap on and slippers. And they're going through swamps and forests to find this, this rabbit. So you see that they stop for a moment, the, the three amigos <laughs> stop for a minute yeah. and they realize they're still being followed and they see a sewage drain. A, yeah. A, some sort yeah. of a drain, like a large drain. And they end up going in there to escape crowd and they keep going and then Harold's like, this is the last thing I'd want to be doing, trekking through nasty, dirty swamp water. And they end up at a grid or grate, I should say, and they push up the grate and they end up in the scary food factory chester and harold are just so protective of this animal in their care because it's part of their family even though they have suspicions the camaraderie i mean benicula is not hurting anybody he's even if he was 100 which we do find out later he is a vampire of sorts like a fruit vampire vegetable vampire he's not hurting anybody that's just what he eats should have had a v8 damn it should have had a v8 just gotta have a treat oh but you shouldn't eat wow i could have had a v8 snack 
Cocktail vegetable juice tastes great and is naturally low in calories. Just 35 calories a six-ounce serving. But remember, the time to think of having a V8 is before you've had something else. Wow, I could have had a V8. So they get into this thing, David, and Harold picks up another scent and he says, Oh no. We're not and they alone. see footprints. What 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 is this? I didn't remember this, and the whole Scooby-Doo kicked in. I thought it was someone sabotaging the power plants, the, the power boss. Plant. Yeah, like somebody. It was Mr. Johnson pretending Basically. to be the, depending to be the ghoul. So he could collect the insurance money or whatever. He didn't want to work here anymore. Whatever <laughs> Thelma would deduct from her research. They spot a pack of wolves. Very ferocious, evil, demonic-looking wolves that like look like they're going to transform into werewolves at any moment. They're really scary-looking. Like, really scary-looking for a cartoon. Like, ridiculously. As opposed to what they look like, as opposed to what these wolves look like. Right. They, the characters are drawn in this very cute, kind of kind way, and the wolves are definitely supposed to be menacing. But it also makes me wonder, David, how these wolves were going unnoticed in the power plants. I mean, I know it's this was added in to just kind of make it a little more interesting, because, again, this wasn't in the book, this power plants storyline. Okay, they were getting in and out and chewing things, evidently, in no one knew this, but Harold and Chester end up getting locked in a room away from Benicula, and they're trying to break down the door because he's left alone with wolves. Under normal circumstances, he would be shredded. Definitely. But Benicula uses magic and floats the wolves into a glass vat with his little cute bewitch sounds. So I don't know what this glass vat is doing in there. Like you said, this is part of their experiments. It's, their it's, prob experiments. it's probably where they'll use those wolves for, for food in the process. Yeah, no. they were just left in there. <laughs> but have you noticed, did you notice that just very much like the whole cartoon werewolf thing in all the like 80s cartoons, as soon as the fog gets away from the full moon, it's like it brings him to life. Now, what happens when there's not a yeah, full moon? Yeah, good question, though. But I guess maybe it's just supposed to be night, but they make it a full moon because it's more interesting. No, I mean, it was already night, though. And it's when this then when the that's cloud... true. It's when the cl that's right. When the moonlight goes on him, right? It seems to almost energize him in a way. Yeah. It's like the sun with Superman. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how they discovered Well, I think it just cuts, and this is when they have the Scooby-Doo wrap-up. It's literally like a Scooby-Doo wrap-up with the whole family in the living room with this music that almost reminded me of the Scooby-Doo wrap-up song when they're explaining what happened. Like David said, Mr. Johnson! It says that the town was saved because they discovered these wolves. And by the way, the wolves are going to a zoo. Okay. You well, they'll be well fed. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. He meant to say, well, they will be fed to the town. I mean, well fed at the zoo. Oh, yes. That's part of the town's, uh, uh, yeah, food packing. We have a new line of fur slippers for those who damage theirs. Wolf fur. I mean, faux fur slippers. Yes. We all know you went through the swamp. The whole town went through the swamp last night. The father thinks that the mystery of the white vegetables is because they've gone moldy because they haven't fed him like we said since he came home. Do you think normal parents would leave it up to children to feed this new family pet like this? I think that was very uh, assuming of the parents that these kids were going to feed this rabbit. Which is funny because in the beginning, Harold says Mrs. Monroe takes care of the whole family. Like, she takes care of everything. Mm. 
No, I think it's ridiculous. You should never leave a small child in charge, especially an, an animal like a rabbit that really can't fend for itself, where a dog and cat can scratch. They can jump, they can bark, they can do other things to let you know that, hey, you need to take care of me in some way or, hey, I need something. Yeah, but this is this is a cartoon and it's the 80s. It was a, I guess, you and know, people, a, it wraps up. It's people, self-contained. People, you know, it's a, it was a different world. So I don't know what to say about it. Then she was saying that he's a baby, so he needed the juice because that that was very presumptuous. That uh, is she a veterinarian? Because let me tell you something. I've never seen rabbits just drink tomato juice or any kind of juice as opposed to, to how many rabbits do you know have a blender or, or a ninja mixing up some <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was when she said that I was like, okay, all right, yeah, you're right. They're, the whole family's assuming. It was taking juice, but that's cute though in a way. It was the way they explained away the situation. It's like every it's like anything else. It's like when you it's it's called denial it's called denial and it's not just a river in egypt and she's like now i i don't know why i fired linda the maid now because i thought she was stealing our fruit and (laughs) i blamed her for all the white vegetables (laughs) throw the the juiceless tomatoes at her head by the end of this this is how it's explained away and they all become one big happy family in the book i believe chester still goes with that he's a vampire and everything like that and that's when they give him cat therapy Because he's a very been stressed very lately, the vet says. That's funny. I like the fact that they accept him as his own. And you see that Benicula really doesn't mean them any harm. And he's happy where he is. I yes. would like him to be a little more active. Well, I he mean, does. He does get those red eyes, though, when he does come alive, when he did that magic. But he, he doesn't does do it in evil. an adorable way. He, I mean, he looks evil as hell. It, it's shown that he did it, I'm, I'm assuming, just because he was being attacked. Because they show that normally he's just basically sleeps continuously. But here's the thing: he he drinks. Okay, so let's say there's let's say hypothetically there are vampires. Let's say my yeah. husband's a vampire, and he's just eating he's eating vegetable juice. Then there's no harm in it. What is he going to do to you? Like, what is the rabbit going to do? Like, exactly. that's the point. Even even if any any animal, if it was domesticated and it wasn't going to do anything, especially if it's vegetarian. Well, uh, let me just tell you, half the diet's supposed to be hay. That's the most important thing for rabbits. Hay. Give them hay, hay. damn it. That would have avoided this whole thing if they would have gave Benicula some hay in this shoebox, which, please give this rabbit a bigger, <laughs> a bigger space. What do gay rabbits eat? Hey! Hi. I really enjoyed going back and watching this again. I'm so glad that you got that emotional feeling as well with this because, yes, even the music in this set me back and the song, I could still hear it in my head right now. I could still hear the characters' voices all these years later. Truly a great cartoon. Even, I think, to show kids nowadays would enjoy it if you wanted to show them on the YouTube version. The new binicular seems to be in that vein of wacky... Ren and Stimpy-esque look. Maybe not Ren and Stimpy, but it seems like it's going in that modern look of wacky craziness. Like that new Pac-Man? Pac is back! Oh, yeah. But you, you like that one, right? It's cute. It's cute. So there is this modern binicula, so I'm glad the property is going strong. I'm surprised we never got a, a live-action movie in all these years. The original book was published in April of 1979, so I'm surprised we didn't get anything developed into past this, this uh, cartoon but well, hell i'm glad they made it oh yeah i'm really happy they made the cartoon maybe if it had been a, a little bit later where you get into more like melissa joan hart with like salem with the animatronic with the, the yes cat, uh, the, uh, you know things like that because 
maybe at that time it wasn't. It would have to have been truly like a Muppet sort of a thing where it would it maybe wouldn't translate. It would be like Sprocket from Fraggle Rock, like the dog. Oh. I would be okay with that because, I mean, let's face it, what does Yoda look like compared to, in Empire Strikes mm-hmm. Back compared to, mm-hmm. like, you know? Yes. Me? Yeah. Me? I would be okay with that. Radical ones, we hope you have an amazing Easter if you do celebrate that. If not, we hope you have a wonderful start of spring. This was kind of our foray into celebrating the beginning of spring, Easter, rabbits, brothers, old passage of time books what else what else will we celebrate well i will say this if you can pick up if you can pick up the series who was the author again it was a is it a was it a it was Um, a teen the author is deborah howell and james howell so i'm assuming they're they were married so if you can pick these book up i'm assuming they're probably still in print or maybe you can get them used i would highly suggest it especially for little kids i'm actually thinking about it now that you we actually did it. I, I kind of forgot about it for a moment. And now I'm thinking about buying the collection for my kids because we read all the time. And I, it's so important. I know that sometimes it's hard to, to make the time, but it's important, even if it's like five minutes before bedtime. So I'm thinking about buying these books. I think they'll get a kick out of them. So yes, this series is still out there, available on Amazon. And you could always reach David at Universal Appeal 2020, all one word. And the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast, also one word on Instagram. We're also on YouTube. If you'd like to leave us a review or a voicemail, that's always appreciated. And we will give you a shout out and or play your voicemail on the podcast. We'll be back next week with another new episode episode and until then everyone stay radical and uh keep those vegetables locked up in your bin hey hey hey, <laughs> hey drink the damn v8 should have had a v8 avoid black jelly beans in moderation everything in moderation if you're gonna eat black jelly beans don't eat the whole bag like i would maybe eat half a bag a quarter of a bag you never know don't let your heart stop it might save a life your own <laughs> it might just save your own what's that i smell it smells like Garlic. It is garlic. It says in that book I read that garlic keeps vampires away. You keep that stuff on, and you keep everyone away. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.